Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Jordan. And I'm Maddie. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we're here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. How are you doing? I am exhausted. (laughs) Me too. Literally exhausted, avoiding all responsibilities, just... um, trying to get through the week. Yeah. It feels like, and I know you probably feel similar and you actually have a lot going on in your life with a new puppy and everything. Whereas I have no excuse. Um, (laughs) It just feels to me like one of those weeks where like, I'm just so tired. I feel physically and mentally exhausted. Like I didn't have a huge weekend or anything planned. I didn't do anything last weekend. I'm just tired. It's just one of those weeks. I don't know. I feel you. And honestly, since I got snow, snow's our puppy's name, by the way, if anyone doesn't know, uh, since we got her, I feel like every day is the same. Like I do not know the difference between a Monday and a Wednesday and a Sunday, like every single day. Like, I just don't know what day it is anymore. And it's seriously starting to get to me. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) It's like, it's just a lot. But you know how we kind of talked about like the lack of sleep I've gotten. I feel like my body is kind of adjusting. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't sleep well anymore. And that's just life. It's really sad. <laughs> oh no. <gasps> yeah. I, we, again, not as relatable as your issue is, but like last night we, <laughs> we have, I'm just trying to be honest. We have like a intercom in our apartment like a little system, you know, you can ring the doorbell and like talk to people Mm -hmm. or whatever. And last night it just started beeping every 20 seconds, nonstop starting at 5am, like 4.45, 5am. And we could not figure out what on earth was going on. Like we tried resetting it. So there was just this constant beep every like 20 seconds. That's so annoying. Finally, we're like at like 5.45. We're like, all right, I guess we're just it's time to like get one. up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's just, that's the worst. I wonder if like someone outside was like buzzing it. Or... I think someone was fucking around outside yeah. and trying to find out. And I was just exhausted. I, I don't, I don't know what was going on. That is cruel. That is yeah. cruel. Oh, but even though we're dull a little bit today, <laughs> this this episode is killer. We have so many yeah. hot takes, so many hot takes. This is a good one. And it's wedding season. I mean, I don't have any weddings this summer, but I already have a few next summer. So like, I'm not really in it as much as you are. I know you just had like the whole bachelorette party. You went to wedding, like you already kind of did it. So yeah, I feel like we should do like a round two of this in like a year or two. Once yeah. we have more experience under our belt. Yeah, for sure. And I actually like, I'm not going to update every, I'm not going to just say it on the podcast because what if it changes, but like, we might have plans for like a very intimate, um, wedding this year in the fall, but I'm not sharing the deets yet because I just want to make sure it's solidified. My jaw is on the floor. (laughs) Like what? I'm so excited. I'll tell you when you stop, when we're done recording. Um, but once it's solidified, I will share the details and we'll have an episode of course, recapping everything. Um, but yeah, this just gets us into 
our wedding episode. So exciting. Yes. So many, so many hot takes. You guys know Maddie and I are opinionated as fuck. If we weren't, no one would listen. Um, and we throw out some opinions on here, but I do think the overall message that we give is like, you got to do you. Mm -hmm. These are just our takes on what we want to do. Yes. Everyone is different. Literally everyone's different. I liked what you said where it's like, if you've always wanted to have a big wedding, have a big wedding. If you don't care, maybe that money can be better spent elsewhere. You know, I think it's totally up to you. And like, you just need to think about what it is you want. And like, we go off on what we want. So (laughs) do you have a wreck? I do not have a wreck guys. Sorry. I don't know. I have literally no wrecks. I keep thinking back to like bachelorette parties because that's what's on my mind still. Um, and obviously flights are expensive right now. I will say I recently listened to the skinny confidential episode with the points guy. Oh my God. Same. Absolutely iconic episode. I will listen to it multiple times. I feel like he gives such good tips and it made me want to get a travel card and start like investing in that kind of oh yeah vibe like travel points using my points for other things besides just cash back because honestly oh, like yes I'm, you need to do the travel cards for sure yeah like i'm the type of person that i'm that annoying person that's like i only fly delta which is why it's so expensive for me to travel like when mm-hmm. I went to this bachelorette party recently, I flew Delta on a flight. I wanted to fly. Like that's why it was so expensive. I could have mm-hmm. flown spirit at 6am on a $150 flight. I just chose not to. Cause I'm well, that just that sounds bitch. like hell. So right to me, that is hell <laughs> to me. That's not fun. That is hell. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would recommend that episode. That's a really good, that's one. like, like just good of traveling point. and yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I like fully. I. I wonder if it's his blog I used to read. Um, yeah, I like have fully done that kind of like travel hacking. I mean, I'm not like super consistent and good at it, but like I've definitely used um, travel cards. I've gotten a few different ones and like you use the points and you keep, I mean, you just put all of your purchases on these cards and you rack up points. Like it's really, I mean, it's kind of hard. Like after you kind of spend that initial, like once you get the credit card, you get like 60,000 points or miles or whatever. Um, but like after that, it's kind of hard unless you're making like massive purchases all the time to Mm -hmm. like travel on the points. But I think he goes into it in the episode anyways. And like, I need to re-listen to it, but yeah, 10 out of 10 recommend don't pay for flights. Just don't pay for them. I know like some of these people who are like, I flew to Dubai for $5. Oh, I'm like, my God, f- like who no, are when you, he you said he, they flew on like the Emirates first class or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell? I don't even know how much that costs. Like, yeah, they had like probably a shower. like 20,000 or more. Like, I, I'm just like, wow, you flew for free. <laughs> Can I please like learn your ways? Yeah. People have like major hacks for traveling. And I feel like I've been so lazy for so long about it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm that person that's again, paying premium, you know, primo prices to have convenience, but I'm slowly realizing you can have convenience 
for a lot less money if you yeah. put in like a smidge of effort That's, into yeah. like those kinds of hacks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't even want to think about traveling right now. I just like Joe was supposed to go to New York on Monday and his, he was literally at the airport all day. And then his flight got canceled. Like he was on the plane for two hours. They were stuck there because New York, you guys must've had like bad weather or something. Yeah. We've had a lot of storms. Yeah. Yeah. So then they went back to the gate, let them get off to go get food. And then they got back on and then they finally canceled it. I'm like, that is just my worst nightmare. Like there is nothing worse than being in an airport all day. And then your flight keeps getting delayed and then it's canceled. And you're like, um, okay. It is the absolute worst thing that could happen. And like I, he, the points guy says that on the episode on the skinny confidential too, he's like, stop getting on late flights. Like you need to book the one like first morning flight if you can, because those are the most likely to make it out versus yeah a, even like, so I don't even book flights that are later than like two or three o'clock if I can avoid it. Yeah. Your chances of it getting canceled are just so much higher. Oh yeah. The, the airport is just, yeah, no, I was just going to say, I want to do like an episode (laughs) where we talk about like planning an international trip Yeah, just because there's so much that goes into it. I need to know like your tips. Cause you guys just recently went to Portugal. Like let's, let's do it. Yeah. But yeah, there's not nowhere worse to me than an airport. I just can't stand it. So like, I don't know. I try and spend the least amount of time as possible at the airport. Let's get into our episode on all things weddings. Let's do it. Wedding season. Lots of celebs are getting married right now. Brittany. Yeah. Oh my God. I loved the photos from Brittany's wedding. <laughs> I know. It was so like fairy tale theme. Yeah. <laughs> Very her. Yeah. Good for her. She's living it. Yeah, for sure. I haven't like been to a wedding in so long, but we wanted to have this episode just to kind of talk about all the things like budgeting being in a wedding, going to a wedding. And Jordan recently did all of these things. And before we get into that, I want an update. (laughs) I want an update on the engagement. I want an update on your guys's wedding plans. (laughs) Like I just need to know what's going on. All right. So update. So as you guys know, we got engaged in February and it's kind of been like a roller coaster since then. Like we've gotten new jobs. We've moved. We are officially getting a dog, like just so many things happening and there's no update. <laughs> we we've like, we've kind of thought about like what we want to do and either way, um, whatever we decide to do, it's going to be super intimate and small. Like it's going to be nothing big, Um, so we're just kind of trying to figure out what that looks like. We're in literally no rush. So one thing is normalize, like not rushing and like literally doing whatever you want, because this is your wedding and normalize, like not feeling pressured to even have a wedding. 
TBH because like that's that's also an option. Like if you can engage and you feel like pressured and have like feeling like you need to do all of these things, like kind of take a step back. Like it's your day to be completely honest. So like literally do whatever you want. You don't need to feel like pressured based on like social media or like society expectations and spending 50 grand on a wedding. Like that just isn't something you, anyone needs to do. So all I'm going to say is normalize being okay with doing what you want. Yes. I got great advice from a fellow bridesmaid at a recent wedding. And she said, if you want to have a big fairy tale wedding, do that. It'll be worth yes. the money and you'll regret it if you don't. And if you don't care about that and you want to elope or you want to do destination or a courthouse or whatever, whatever it is, do whatever the fuck you want. Like that was like her biggest piece of advice was like, you are going to regret not doing what you want. You know, mm-hmm. if you want a huge wedding and you don't care about how you get there, make it happen or else you'll regret that. And I thought that was like such good advice because we really have created this like notion that we need to spend a ridiculous amount of money on a wedding. You need a gorgeous dress. It needs to be designer, like not off the rack, have a fucking 200 people come together for you. Like if that's what you want, then obviously I think you should do that. But I agree with you completely. I feel like we're moving away from this and I don't think it's a trend. Courthouse weddings are like, you know, people deciding to just have like a small reception and and not do a big like ceremony. I don't think that's going anywhere because I mm-hmm. think, and I hope everyone starts getting more comfortable saying like, no, I'm not going to spend like 60 grand on one day. And like, yeah. if you want that, do it. But yeah, if you don't want that, don't feel the need. Yes. This is literally no shame to anyone. Like this is just like, not something I've ever really wanted, you know? So the 60 grand crazy big wedding just isn't anything that's going to happen for me. Like, I just don't want to do that, but someone might want to. And I love that advice. Like you'll regret it if you don't, you know, Mm -hmm. like do what you want to do and what matches like your vibe because Mm -hmm. it's your wedding, you know? So yeah, I fully agree. I think you can, you, yeah, you definitely just don't need to do it to do it. It's not something you just do to do it because it's expensive as hell. So you think about it and yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot. And, and that's what I think. Like I have some friends who feel the same way that you and I do. And I have some friends who don't like, they really feel like it should be a huge event and it should take up like a full weekend and like they don't really care how much it costs per se. Like they just want to go do that. And I think like, that's fine. But I also think it's kind of fucking crazy at the same time, (laughs) just in my personal opinion, again, I think anyone should do what they want to do, but I don't think people should feel the need to have this huge celebration. And like another thing that a friend recently told me was she's like, whatever you think it's going to cost, double it. And then she was like, triple it. She literally was like, you start budgeting and you think that the venue and the meal and everything, and your dress is only going to cost 30 grand or even like less 15, 20 grand, but double it literally everything. Mm -hmm. There's so many like details in like weddings that I feel like people just don't think about. And unless you're 
super, super detail oriented, super type a really into planning. Like it's just, it just is crazy how out of hand it gets. No, literally. So (laughs) I'm going to give you like an estimate of something I got from Chicago. So Joe and I have kind of been back. We've been back and forth. Like part of me is like, I literally just want to go to the courthouse. And then part of us was like, Oh my God. Sorry. Pausing. There's a Boston Terrier downstairs. Yay. The, my dog will have a friend in this building. Anyways. Sorry. If for everyone listening, I can literally see out of my window and see what everyone is doing on my uh, roof. Um, anyways, <laughs> back to wedding planning. So we were, um, kind of, yeah, like toying around with the idea of going to the courthouse or doing maybe something super small with family, like doing a very intimate ceremony and then a night, a, like a really nice dinner. And so, because I don't know, our parents were like, oh, we want to see the ceremony. And I was like, but why? Like it, I mean, I get it, whatever. And they want to see it. So we contacted this place in Chicago because that's where we live now. And it looked really good for intimate ceremonies, like a super small ceremony. And then you could do like a quick cocktail hour and then, um, dinner. It's, it would literally be like 15 people over. It was like 12 K. Yeah. Doesn't Just surprise me at all too. for that. I was like, what the fuck? Like, we're not even doing any, like, I don't know. I just feel like even as that, soon as so it's you like, have a venue, it's yes. done game over. It's over and a 20 grand game over. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so just doing an intimate dinner with family and a very quick, small ceremony is $12,000. So I can't even imagine what an actual wedding in Chicago with like your typical 150 person wedding would cost. Yeah. I think the, so there's a place called shit. I forget the name of it. I'm going to think about it, but it's in Michigan and it's like, people nicknamed it the wedding factory. Cause it's made for weddings. Do you know what I'm talking about? I feel like I might, it, I'm, if I saw a picture, I probably would. I, I keep thinking the inn at St. John's, but I don't know if that's what it's called. I have no idea. I need to look, don't listen to the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's like this place in Michigan, absolutely beautiful, gorgeous, like chapel, stained glass windows, hotel is right there. Multiple reception areas right there. Like it's a one-stop shop wedding factory. Absolutely gorgeous. It's like beautiful. My parents are like, you're getting married here. And for an off season, which I believe is between December through April, through the end of April would be considered off season for weddings and an off season wedding with them for 150 people was like just minimum quote 25 grand. Mm. That was the absolute minimum. Yeah. And that doesn't include like, does that include like food that includes a meal, but that doesn't include like any of the drinks. Yeah. Alcohol, cocktail hour, hors d'oeuvres, like all of that's totally separate. So like, so 25 minimum, and then you haven't even gotten your dress. You haven't even like thought about any of the other vendors. Yeah. Party bus photographer, dress like DJ. Mm -hmm. There's so many other expenses. And I feel like you start like we're in this season of our life where you're engaged and like our friends are going to start getting married and we're being invited to more weddings. And you start realizing like, holy shit, this is so crazy. I had no idea before I was engaged. I had no idea what a venue costed. Like I didn't have any, any clue. I didn't look this stuff up, you know, like, why would I? 
Um, yeah, it's like really eye-opening just to see like what each vendor costs and like, honestly, how much work goes into planning a wedding. Um, so that's, I mean, it's a lot. I know. And like anything, there are people listening who got married on the cheap for under, you know, five or 10 grand at a decent venue. And like, I know my, my aunt and uncle had a beautiful wedding reception in a barn and she did all the work. She planned everything. She decorated the entire place. Like they, I mean, she would, had to have spent hundreds of hours planning and literally like manual labor like, oh decorating God. this place. And it was gorgeous. And they saved a ton of money, but that's also another thing is like, yes, there are plenty of venues and options that cost a lot less, but usually it means you have to put in a lot more work to make it like beautiful. Right. It's a balance. It's a balance. Yes. Yeah. But that's oh great. Do you want to talk about batch parties? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So let's get into batch parties because I've never been to one. And I know you recently went like, and yours was like a full on like bachelorette party in Florida, like full did weekend. All the things. Yeah. Yeah. So how did that go? And like, how were, how expensive was it? <laughs> okay. So like, honestly, full weekend with flights, flights are also very expensive right now oil is expensive right now. Like all of, all of the things at the end of the day, it was about $2,000 for that weekend in Florida for the bachelorette party. And you have to think about like the flight for me was like, I think over 500 from New York. And that's so expensive for Florida. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Flights are horrible. I mean, traveling, I look to travel back to Detroit, um, in a few months from now, from New York, it's literally $500 to go back to Detroit from New York. It's crazy. So So, factor that in. (laughs) Yes. Factor that in. If you're thinking about doing a bachelorette party sometime soon, flights are not cheap. Like it's just bad. So all in all about two grand, the weekend was fun. Um, I was kind of in a unique case where like, I didn't know anyone because I was the sister of the groom. So like, obviously I knew the bride really well, but I didn't know anyone else on the trip. So that was kind of odd, but it ended up being fun. Cause I was like the random person there. So I could kind of just enjoy myself. That's nice. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was very like back to back schedule, very planned out. Um, I would say like, from what I've heard and seen on like social media, I feel like it was very similar to like, like you said, a traditional weekend long bachelorette extravaganza. Extravaganza. (laughs) That's a good (laughs) word to describe. Yeah. I haven't been on one yet, but I will be going to one probably like within a year. My friend's getting married next summer. So I'm oh, in yeah, her. She wants Vegas, right? Yeah, we're going to Vegas. So that'll be like <laughs> the actual extravaganza. Like very bachelorette vibes. So we will report back. But yeah, I haven't been to one. I honestly have only been to one, one wedding that I know of. Like literally, I might have gone to some when I was younger, but I have only been to Joe's sister's wedding which was in 2019, maybe. Um, Were you yeah, on the bride party? No. Joe and I had been dating for like, maybe, oh, I don't even think a year, maybe a year. 
Yeah. So I didn't know my sister that well. Also, because she like lived far away. So like I never really saw her. Wasn't so fun being like a guest? It was so fun. Yeah. After after experiencing being a guest at a wedding and being in a wedding, I definitely prefer being a guest at a wedding. I think it is so much more fun. Well, yeah. Like what are your responsibilities of like being in the wedding? So not only my experience, but also there was recently a morning toast episode where they talked about being in a wedding versus being a guest. And like, yes, like Claudia's like anti being in weddings. And I don't invite me. She's like, don't invite me to your bachelorette party. Don't invite me to be in your wedding. Yeah. She's like, I want (laughs) to be there and I want to have a good ass time and celebrate and like have fun. But it, it is fully like such a commitment to be in a bridal party. It really is like because you're a part of someone's like very, very significant day in their life. Like a lot of yeah. people might say one of the most important days of their life, like you're invited to partake. And so like you're responsible for picking up a dress, getting a dress tailored, like making sure you're everywhere on time, making sure you don't look like a fucking slob. Like, <laughs> I don't know there, like photos. There's just, there's so much more on your plate to be in the wedding. And it's so much more of a responsibility. Like you have right, like you're entrance. there all day. Yeah. Yes. Like you're, yes. You're doing the whole thing. Right. Like your whole, you know, your friends go to breakfast in the morning, the day of the wedding, you're in a room, a hotel room or something doing your hair and makeup and spending the entire day with the bridal party, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like so much more of a commitment. And I do see now, like listening to that episode of the morning toast was cracking me up because it definitely is like, it's a fucking commitment. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. You really have to love the person you're yes. <laughs> you're supporting because yes. that's well, that's another thing they talked about. It's like, was that in the morning toast? I I feel like they were talking about like just being in like being in a ran- like not a random person's, but like I don't know, someone randomly asking you like that you wouldn't yeah. expect. Like that's a huge commitment for someone maybe you're not like that close with or that excited about it. But like, how do you say no? Like literally, how do you say no? I don't know how anyone says no. And I'm not going to lie to you. There have been like, I literally can't say exactly the situation because people listening might know, (laughs) but there have been situations in my life where friends of mine have been asked to like be in a bridal party and they 100% full stop should not have been asked. Like, yeah. That's like they, I, weird it's like thing. they want yeah. to say no, but you don't know how to say no. Like, how yeah. do you say no to someone? I, I literally don't know. Like, how do you, how do you let someone like, and, and not burn a bridge, you know, right. like not then like, do you go to the wedding? Like, that's so uncomfortable. Just maybe yeah. let's, let's focus on only asking people that you truly are close with and want there. And maybe we can avoid the situation altogether. Yes. Like, like don't I make it awkward. Don't make it awkward. Lifelong friends, I think are a great choice. Blood family. Great choice. Like great. Choice. There are easy choice. Easy choice. Done. Your sister, obviously in your bridal party, like yes. let's not fuck easy. around, you know, like <laughs> your best friend from high school, your best friend from college, like pick, pick wisely, you know, and consciously, but like you, you don't need 20 people. You don't need 20. Oh people. my God. What is it? 27 dresses. Like get a grip yes. ladies. These yes. bridal parties with literally, if you have more than eight people on your that's side, too that's too many. Yeah. Quite frankly, eight's too much, but 
I'm like, it's hard for me to even like think like who would I, I mean, I have a solid idea of who I'd have, but also like, I'm not even doing it. So I don't need to think about it unless I do like still do like a little bachelorette party vibe weekend thing maybe but also then I don't need to be super selective because there's no wedding for you guys to be in you know (laughs) right it's just a fun little vacation yes like you start getting back to bachelorette parties when you start inviting more people than are in the bridal party I think it gets really messy like there are definitely people in my life where if I did have a bachelorette party, I would expand the circle beyond my potential bridal party, but I would be very conscious of like who that was. Like sometimes like bridal or bachelorette parties with like 20 fucking people. It's like, that's too many people. Like, what are you doing? Unless it's in your hometown, I think, or in a town where like a lot of people reside, that makes sense. You're having like a big celebration or like a night out. Right. Like, how do you even plan for that? Like, if you have 20 people, like, how do you even go to like a dinner? You have to like book a room. (laughs) Literally, that's too much. (laughs) That's too much planning. How many people were on the one you went to? Or at the one you went to? 14. Oh my God. And it was, it was a lot. Yeah. And like, part of me wonders if that was like too many. I don't know. But it's just crazy. Like I, there were like people on our plane on the way to that batch party. And there were like over 20 girls on this bachelorette. And it's like, how, like, you just wouldn't even enjoy it over 20 people like that. It's like drama. That's just drama waiting to happen. I feel like. Right. Too many girls in an Airbnb. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk appropriate batch party etiquette. Yeah. Let's hear it. I don't know anything. (laughs) Okay. So these are just like things that I've heard from other people that I fully fucking agree with. So that's why I'm going to say it's appropriate. (laughs) Okay. There's probably much more than this, but to start the bride or groom should be upfront about the dates and the cost of the event. Like if you want to have a, for example, my dream bachelorette would be like a spa weekend in Arizona. If I want to do that, I would need to be very upfront about the dates that I want to go or that work for the most amount of people, whatever you, however you want to decide. And also the cost upfront of what you assume the event will cost. Like you should not be invited to a bachelorette party and have no idea. Like what's, what are you doing on that entire weekend or whatever it is? I agree. I think being upfront about the cost, because it's like, I don't know. You don't want to get to, you don't want to get to the point where you, where you feel like it's a burden, you know, like you're spending all of this money and like, you didn't expect to pay this money, but if you knew up front, maybe you'd feel different about it. Um, yeah, I, right. I don't and know. Like, I think it gets really expensive and it's unexpected costs. Like you don't know what the fuck it costs before going into it. It gets really expensive and you just like nailed it with what you said about like, people should know what they're getting into because it's a big commitment. Like you wouldn't say, Hey, let's do a girl's weekend trip, um, this date and let's maybe go to California. It's like, okay, well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, are you going to a spa? Are you going to a big event where it's going to cost a couple hundred dollars to get in? Like, are you going on multiple nights out? Like there should be some budgeting system. So people have a general idea. Otherwise I really think it's like very selfish of you to assume Hey guys, I'm going to go to Arizona for a spa weekend. Um, I'll see you there. 
Like you'd be like, what the fuck, Jordan? (laughs) Like, what does that mean? Where are we going? Like, what exactly are we doing? Like no, no surprises. Like no, no random, like, oh, we're going to go to a concert, by the way, Venmo me an extra hundred dollars. Like, no, like upfront, just be upfront. So people can like just budget. It's like any vacation before you go on vacation, you kind of like prep how much you're going to spend and like know what you're going to do beforehand. So I think, yeah, that's literally a hundred percent. And if you do want to add on something, like we show up in Arizona and I want to go to this random ass concert and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go to this, but like no pressure. I don't want you guys to come if it's, you know, too much or too soon, like short, short notice, but this is what I'm thinking. Like that is okay. Because you're telling people like, I decided to do something last minute. It's not a big deal. If you like, if you guys don't want to do it, this is just the plan. And that way people can think like, shit, I didn't budget $200 for a concert ticket and booze all night. I'm just going to hang back at the hotel or the Airbnb or do something else. Mm-hmm. But like cost and dates a hundred percent need to be upfront before people commit to the event. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. And then my other one was that people should not feel obligated to go to your bachelorette party. This is something that I feel like makes so much sense to me, but I feel like isn't clear to everyone. No one is obligated to go to a bachelorette party for you. No one is like mm-hmm. literally it's not unless there. you're paying. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. That's your one example. Sure. <laughs> 100%. If I'm like, bitch, I'm going to Arizona. This is the plan. I'm flying you out. Yes. You're obligated yes, to attend. You're coming. <laughs> but like most people, you're probably not paying for everyone to go in that case. They are not obligated to attend. Like they just aren't. And you cannot have like bad feelings towards them if they choose not to go. Like, I feel Literally. like it's just standard that we should all agree on. I fully agree. It's a big thing to ask of people. And like, of course, like for my closest friends, of course, I will be at their bachelorette parties. But then when you get into, like we were saying earlier, if you're right. involved with someone, you're not yeah. like that close with, that's when it can really add up. So I don't know, prioritizing the people in your life that you are really close with and, you know, would right. want, you would want them at yours, like go but yes, you're not going to be able to do it all. Like, I, I don't know. Like I, I haven't even been in one. So I'm like, I'm seriously like, don't understand who these people are that are in like multiple bridal par- parties, like per summer. But I wonder if that time is coming. I'll tell you who they are. They'll they're social hoes. That's true. That's true. If I'm anti-social. In- COVID has changed me. <laughs> 100% same. If you are in more than three bridal parties a summer and it's not just a freak summer you're a social hoe literally you (laughs) act like everyone's your best friend and clearly they're not because you could only have one or a few whatever you want to say but like people who are in four or five weddings a summer either are you fucking kidding either they're extra extra social or they just do not know how to say no which to be honest I I don't I don't know how to say no I don't know how I would say no to being in someone's bridal party. I'm just hoping that no one that I don't really hang out with or talk to asks asks me like that would be so awkward. I just, yeah. The other thing too, is like everyone has different priorities and like you and I are big on this, especially like financial stuff. When we have our finance episodes, like 
what I prioritize with my money is going to be different than what you prioritize with your money or what my best friend prioritizes with her money, whatever. So like to assume someone should go to your bachelorette party, your destination bachelorette party, because they, I don't know, went to, went on a big international trip, you know, a few months ago, that's not okay. Like just because you see someone spending money through other things doesn't mean it's their priority to go spend a weekend away from their friends and family for your bachelorette. They could have been saving for that international trip for a long time. You know, like they probably had that in their in their mind, like, Oh, I want to go to Europe or something. And then you have the time to like actually budget and plan. But when it comes to these bachelorette parties, like you said, it was like 2k for the weekend. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money to just drop, you know, randomly. So yeah, I know. I don't know. My friend was like invited to this bachelorette party and it's in the same like area in the U S but it's out of state. It would be like a full ass, like multiple train ride or rent a car situation. And the person that invited her wasn't, isn't that close to her. So it's already kind of like, I'm not in the bridal party, but I was invited to the bachelorette. I'm close with her, but not super close. And this girl, like she found this girl was talking shit because she's like, well, you just went to this concert and you just went to this thing and you just ate out at this nice restaurant. So you can't get, you can't spend money on my bachelorette. I'm like, literally fuck you. Like, no, I would have been like, um, after this conversation, I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> like, are you yeah. kidding me? To judge someone yes. on their spending and assume they went to a nice steakhouse so they can afford to spend a weekend in this city with me. Like that's not literally okay. has nothing to do with that. Yeah. That's so annoying. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't I judge don't. other people and don't like, yeah, it's not, you can't just expect people to just all show up and whatever. What would we do for our batch parties? I already said, I kind of want a spot weekend in Arizona. I love a spot weekend. I think that's definitely my vibe. Like either a spot weekend in Arizona or like a just chilling by the pool in Palm Springs or something like desert vibes and like just chilling, hanging out, doing nothing. Honestly, the, the place that Joe and I went in Palm Springs in the fall would be such an amazing bachelorette destination it was like this really nice resort and they had like hot springs Mm -hmm. just like getting getting a drink and going to chill in the hot springs all day like I would go back in a heartbeat I think that'd be so fun but I'm like so down for like a chill chill vibe yeah I also could do like a night out in New York or a night out in Chicago for sure I also want where where would you go out in New York (laughs) Ooh, I don't know. That's a really tough question. I could just see like, like my aunt who used to live in New York city when her and her now husband got engaged, they did a big engagement party out in New York city and like invited everyone out for a weekend. And I just know that's so fun. It was so much fun. Like my parents had a blast and like, they just went bar hopping. It wasn't like this venue for the whole night. It was like, Mm -hmm. we have a reservation for a nice dinner then we're just going to go bar hop. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. What about honeymoon? Oh my God. Definitely international. Um, Caleb's we're not engaged by the way, everyone, but (laughs) we talk, we talk more about our honeymoon. (laughs) 
we talk more about our honeymoon than literally anything else. Um, oh Caleb wants to do the Maldives. Um, oh I was kind of thinking like Thailand, maybe Vietnam, but definitely we want to go to Asia for a honeymoon. I think oh like, my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I, I just think we, I have never been over there. Um, so I really want to go. And I also think your honeymoon, you just, people at work really don't bother you when you're on your honeymoon. Cause it's like acceptable that you took all this time off. Yeah. So I, like, I would fully take advantage of that and go like really fucking far away. Yeah. Why not take a few weeks off and just live your life. Yeah. And I'd want to do like a two week honeymoon. Like I don't yeah. want none of this like seven day. Yeah. 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 Two weeks minimum for sure. What Agreed. about you? Italy. I've, I haven't been to Italy and Joe has never been out of the country. He's literally never been to Europe, like nothing. So that will be like our first international trip together, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, we're like, we also talk about our honeymoon and we don't even have a wedding or anything even planned. So that is, that is what we want to do. I like need to just be in a villa in Lake Como living my life. That is, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> You're like, going to die. So I found sometimes I browse Airbnb recommended stays oh, and yes. I found a castle in the South of France oh that comes Are with you a chef. Kidding me? Are you kidding me? And I was like, should we like just invite like close, close family out to like a chateau and get married out here. That is literally amazing. Right? Wouldn't that be so yeah that'd be so incredible. How much was it? It was two thousand a night for bad for a castle. That's crazy. It was literally a chateau in the south of France on the water, two thousand a night, and I think it slept 14 or 16 people. I mean, a good amount of people would stay there. There you go. That's the wedding. Yeah. Like that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, you can think different about it too. Like thinking of weddings, like you literally do that, like rent an Airbnb and do a really intimate ceremony at a beautiful location. Like there's just so many different things you can do, which I'm realizing now. And it just makes me excited because I don't have to like stick to this traditional get married in a church go to, I don't know. I don't even know what you do, but what I, I don't want to like do it. So many people now that I'm talking more with like friends and family and what everyone else's situations are like a lot of people will get a budget if they get anything from their parents. Like, I don't know many people who just say my parents are paying for my entire wedding, no matter what the fuck I decide to do. I have my dad's credit card. Like, I don't oh know honestly anyone who does that. So like, right. If you know you're getting a set budget, I think it also makes you think more like, what could I use can this I money use for? This? <laughs> yes. Can I use this money for our honeymoon? If so, let me pay for my full fucking honeymoon before I even think about where I'm getting yeah. married. You know what like, I mean? All like, this money is going toward the honeymoon and then we will do a courthouse wedding and a barbecue in the backyard. Just kidding. Yep. But yep. <laughs> like literally. Oh yeah, my God. I true. asked my parents if I could get married in their backyard and they said no. Why? I love a I said, can, wedding. Can I get married in our backyard? And there's like, they're like, no, it's too much work. 
what? It's like, oh my God, I can't. they're so dramatic about the lawn. I just can't. Oh, the lawn. You about can't it. the lawn. Damn. That sucks. Um, too bad. Too bad it's not like peak COVID anymore and we can't just like do Zoom and call it a day. The people who got their um, like down payments back on those venues and then got married on like a stoop in Brooklyn or. Oh my God. Yes. Like, Elaine Welteroff. That is so, so cute. Cool. I loved so her cute. wedding photos. That was adorable. Like middle of COVID, she couldn't have a wedding. They literally got married on their stoop in Brooklyn and it was so yep. cute. It was like a block party. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It was adorable. I know. Legendary. Very. Um, before we wrap up, I want to get your thoughts on a controversial wedding topic. Oh God. That topic is a joint bachelor bachelorette party. Hmm. I've honestly never thought about it. I know someone who did this recently and I'll give you an example of what they did. So they rented a huge house on a lake and they invited everyone from the bachelor and bachelorette. I don't know if spouses slash partners were invited as well, but I know it was everyone who's on the bachelor and bachelorette party. Whole bridal party gets together, goes to this huge house on a lake and you just like celebrate the whole weekend or night, whatever it is. To be honest, like that kind of sounds fun to me. Like, I don't mind that. And I think the reason I'm, I don't mind it is because I don't think we're going to really do a big celebration with friends. Like our celebration that we're thinking of right now would just be with family. So like part of me thinks like, I would like to do something like that and just like get the celebration with friends and like have it all together. I feel like that could be kind of fun, but this is controversial. Yeah. Like some people are really against this because they're like, no, it should be like your own separate time to like be with your friends. It shouldn't be a joint thing. I agree with you. I like it. I think it sounds really fun. And I also think like, it's really awkward to be a part of like a wedding party if you don't know a lot of people. So letting like the bridal party bond, I feel like before your wedding could actually be like, make your wedding more fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also think, I guess it depends on, on the person, but I honestly love this. Like I could I totally see me and Caleb doing this. Right. Like I'm really, I'm friends with Joe's friends, Joe's friends with my friends. Like, I just feel like it'd be like fun, like a bigger group of people. I don't know. I kind of like it. Yeah. Untraditional. <laughs> That's the vibe. <laughs> That's all right, guys. The vibe. I think we got it all out of our system. Um, anything else, anything else to report? No, I just want a full update as soon as you have an update on what you're doing. Oh, I will give an update. I just like tend to not think about it because it stresses me out. (laughs) Well, in next year, we're going to have another wedding season episode. Yeah. And I, and you better have your shit together. I will hopefully be married (laughs) by then, but we shall see. And that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to stay up to date on everything for the Cool Girls Only podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Cool Girls Only Podcast. And you can sign up for our monthly newsletter at CoolGirlNews.com. All of our information is linked in the show notes. We would also love to hear any topics you're interested in or any guests that you think would be a good fit for the show feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening and we will see you next time. Cool girls.